0: You're listening to the Beyond Conception podcast with your hosts, Shalmika and
1: Desmond Sweet.
0: This faith-based, relationship-focused podcast aims to uplift you and your spouse as we share our infertility journey, tips, advice, and resources to strengthen your relationship along your journey of infertility with faith, hope, love, and laughter. Infertility goes beyond the conception of a child, but how do couples handle this situation together? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. You can also follow us on IG, Instagram at BE underscore conception to stay connected between episodes. Now let's listen to this week's episode as we discuss everything that is beyond your conception. Okay, so before we get started today, I just want to, again, make the disclaimer that we are not marriage counselors or medical doctors. The information that we share on this podcast is our opinion, and we share our infertility journey, right? Right. Why are you looking at me like that? I just want to say that because... Because I can be whatever God want me to be. Well, you're not a doctor, and let's be realistic, (laughs) (laughs) nor are you a therapist of any sorts, so, it is great to have that mindset. My but father is, is rich. Okay. But, okay. Where houses and land. And he holds the world. And he holds the world. But not you. Anyway. But I said that because of what we're talking about today. And what we have talked about in times past. You know, I was reading this article the other day about. But how
1: would somebody take a podcast uh-huh. that we are podcasting to
0: the world. Okay. <laughs>
1: I don't care if there is twenty five of y'all listening. <laughs> the message is going to the world and try to make it seem like we're giving them personal medical advice. Like I don't understand hey, the rationale.
0: You never know. Um, some people can take your word for it. Um, that's why Labar Burton used to say, "Don't take my word for it." Listen, I, we we're the sharing our opinion. Get a cream. Okay, stop. If it's changing colors, get it looked at. He is not a doctor, y'all. He is not a doctor. Y'all know that. But let me go back to what I was saying. I was reading this article. Don't. I see you trying to interject. Don't. Don't do it. I was reading this article the other day, and of course it was about infertility. And it was the 11 things to stop doing if you're a fertility challenge. Now, first of all, I had a problem with that title, fertility challenge. It just made it sound like you're just handicapped. Um, And yeah, fertility is a sensitive word or a subject, but personally, I didn't like the challenge part anyway. So number two on the list, um, and it was uh, 11 things. So one of the 11 was stop waiting for a miracle. Mm. And that resonated with me because of course, we're faith based, we're believers, and we do believe in miracles. And I even consider, you know, Hattie a miracle. And just. And I want to pause there because you
1: use the word handicapped. Okay. When we say that, we're saying that the article is making you feel as if you're. As if you have a disability or you don't have the ability to do something.
0: No, that was my opinion because the article title was 11 things to stop doing if you're fertility challenged. And I didn't like fertility challenged. I could say maybe it was more palatable if it said struggling with infertility or that was just my opinion. It made me when I read challenged. It seemed like it was a handicap. Gotcha. That was my opinion. I got it. I got it. Yeah. But that's not what the lady was saying in the article. Again, she was just saying 11 things to stop doing to yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. So number two was stop waiting for a miracle. And of course, I again paused again. I was like, what? what was number two or number one? Number two. What was number one? I got to go back to the article. I'm right now focusing on number two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going through the list. No. Because okay. number two ties into everything else we're talking about today, sir.
1: Okay. Well, let me follow. Yeah. Please follow. We lean back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. But basically, yes, I had an issue with number two. But as I read it, I could see where she was going with it. So I'm going to share what she said about number two. And of course, like I do with everything that we reference on this podcast, I put the links in, in the description of the podcast. So you can go check it out at your leisure as well. Cause I'm looking for a mirror. Right. And that's the thing. Even if you are struggling with infertility and or not, creating life is a miracle within oh, yeah. itself. Oh yeah. And like I was saying, Earl a few minutes ago, I do believe that Hattie is a miracle and 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 I don't want to put special emphasis on it because, and this is me. Okay. Right. Trying to be sensitive to the subject at hand, mm-hmm. because I do feel in a way because we did have our chair here. I'm using the word challenges, but struggle challenges, you mm-hmm. know, synonyms, whatever. Um, that, yeah, there was an extra appreciation and just this whole manifestation and glory yeah. that came with her pregnancy and birth. However, I want to be clear that all life is a miracle Absolutely. because the odds of just getting pregnant with or without treatment, you know, yeah. are out there. So with that being said,
1: all, and, and let me say this, okay, go ahead. All life is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yes. But there is, I'm not going to use those words, but I'm going to give you an analogy. Okay.
0: Okay. Yes. You're the king of analogy. So, if,
1: so, so, so water has a value to somebody who's swimming in water. Right. And water has another value to somebody who's walking around in a desert and can't find water.
0: True. Touche. I agree. It's still water. Right. But it has a different significance. That's right. It's a different That's value. Right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. Right.
1: Because even today, like when we stopped and we went and got you that Big Whack Burger from your Loved favorite it. vegan restaurant. Oh, my
0: God. It ministered to Um
1: Hattie and I had to sit in the car and wait on this Big Whack. And today it was kind of warm in Arizona. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. You know, it wasn't a full on sweat, but I had the one beat of sweat. <laughs> And I said, either I can turn my car on now and let the air blow, or I uh-huh. can let the heat rise oh, okay. and enjoy that air even more.
0: When it just come, kicks Yeah. But you're- so, I delayed
1: the gratification.
0: Okay. Because I wanted the air to be like, my God, it's cool in here. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that. But, yeah. Okay. So... Again, waiting for this miracle. And Thank you for those analogies. She was saying, and I quote, if you are having, I'm sorry, if you have been trying to conceive for more than a year or more than six months, if you are over 35 and you have not succeeded, it's time to see a doctor. Some couples decide this advice isn't really for them, though. It's for those other people, you know, the infertile ones. Okay. Come on mouth talk. The infertile ones, they decide to keep trying on their own and pray for a miracle. Here's the problem with that thinking. There are some causes of infertility that worsen with time. While you pray for your miracle, your chances may be quickly disappearing. Excuse me. There's nothing wrong with deciding to keep trying and wait on treatment or even deciding not to pursue fertility treatment in the end. But you shouldn't avoid fertility testing. At least find out what's wrong and what your options may be. Get checked out, both you and your partner, and confirm that whatever is wrong can wait. And then I just put this sidebar in here that 30% of couples have unexplained infertility, which is that after a full workup for the male and the female, you know, both partners just you can't get pregnant. There's no yeah. explanation to why you're not getting pregnant. So is the article
1: kind of saying rather than don't wait for a miracle, it's really saying don't wait.
0: Well, yeah. And that's where I'm getting to. Then if you want to set a miracle waiting period, speak to your doctor mm. about how long you think you can try without losing valuable time. Now, see, I can get with that. Cause then yeah. after I read it, cause yeah. when I read the header, I was like, what, what, yeah. what? Because we believe in miracles around here. Yeah. But, There's some validity to that. And which led me to the thought to treat or not to treat. That is the question. Hmm. And a lot of times we talk about, particularly on this podcast, right? We share our journey Mm -hmm. and our journey includes infertility treatment. Now we kind of staircased our infertility treatment and kind of worked our way up and we um, what do you mean staircase? Well, what well, I'm talking about, we didn't come out the gate using IVF or IUI. We was just throwing paint on the wall trying to see what's
1: up. Right. We went with what we could afford. We went with what exactly. Were talking about yes. We was walking around like a stirred up antfield.
0: Right. And at first, it was confused because we didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And we were starting in our journey with the wrong providers. And we're talking
1: 16 years ago, or so IVF was like you needed to get a second on your house.
0: <laughs> and it's still costly now and we're going to talk about that but what no
1: options what no care cards what and all of this kind of stuff and
0: and i would say this
1: it would show me the money
0: well i would say this yes and no but what i was getting to was we were naive in the beginning so we didn't really know all of the options available to us so that could have been some options to assist with that but you frowning up oh I wish y'all could see his face like no fam that ain't it no wasn't no options it was like IVF or nothing so but the reality is is that you know we we didn't do IVF and not for any personal reasons it's just that our journey stopped with IUI and then you know Hattie but if we had to do IVF, or you know, we're looking at other options now as we're trying to conceive baby number two. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something that we would be um, okay with and trying. You know, those alternative routes of trying to conceive. And some people just choose not to. There are couples who decide not to seek fertility treatment for various reasons. Yeah. And you know. This is your choice. Mm -hmm. And I feel it should be. And I know you agree, Desi, is that this should be a collective choice because it can cause stress in your relationship. If one person wants to pursue and the other partner doesn't want to pursue, you know, and I was asking you earlier, like, what advice would you give a partner who their other partner is like, nope, I'm not doing treatment. And, or even I'm not continuing and,
1: with treatment. And like I said, it would be like I said. Okay, it would be Said what you said, what you said. Mm-hmm. to give any type of advice without knowing that person's why. Right. Because see, every the thing about um, having a child and, and creating a family, like every stop on this path, mm-hmm. somebody has a different feeling about it. Yeah. So going to the fertility doctor, both people may be on board. Whatever that treatment plan looks like, somebody may have a different feeling about it. So right. it just depends on the why. And it could be anything from you grew up at a church to one of the mothers grew up and said, if you ain't had it, it ain't the law of the will. Or uh, we're going to talk about that. It could be something else to where, you know, maybe you 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 saw somebody go through the process and it was very detrimental. So mm-hmm. it could be one hundred and fifteen thousand plus reasons. Yeah. why. Somebody does not want to do it. So I would advise any couple to seek
0: out the why. Why do you want to do it and why don't you want to do it? Excuse me. Yeah, that's a good thing on both. Why do you want to do it and why not do it? And that's the whole to treat or not to treat. And there, I'm telling you, if you told me you don't want to do that,
1: I'd be wondering if you just don't want to have kids with me.
0: Well, hey, that's not something to not consider because it could be a fact. And that's just me. Like, everybody can have
1: 150 different reasons, but I would take that super personal. Oh,
0: I would take that super personal, too. And, you know, I would ask you something like, oh, so you just don't want to have kids with me? Like, is that what you're trying to do? I'm yeah. down here trying to have a baby with you, and I'm going through all this treatment, and you talking about you don't want to go through treatment? Oh, yeah. you know we would have that conversation. <laughs> you would know, been
1: walking around the house singing. You remember that, that sermon when Bishop Jakes? got really happy and he started singing, Whatever It Takes, oh, I'm, yeah. all in, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you you'd have been walking around the house singing that.
0: Yeah, and but I was in that mode though yeah. Because we even had an argument Several times I told you I feel like I'm in this alone I'm around here doing this and that And you just doing this and not doing that And you feel like you can choose I'm a guinea pig And you come up and you show up And you basically shake the doctor's hands And all that And yeah. I don't feel like you're doing enough You need to eat this yeah. You need to cut that out You need to try this And yeah. wear these draws. Now, I,
1: know I'm getting ready. I know I'm getting ready I know I'm getting ready To say something <laughs> oh, That God. is politically incorrect Right. Oh, oh! I know I'm gonna say something. <laughs> okay, that's gonna rub some people the wrong way. I'm bracing myself. Hattie saved our marriage.
0: Oh my god! I almost spit up my water. Oh, she
1: saved our marriage. I know. <laughs> Wait a no. minute.
0: That's not political correct. How that's much more than I could have took.
1: Oh, <laughs> she saved his marriage. Oh my god! We pushing towards 17 because of Hattie. Now see. I'll oh, okay. well, see the Lord responds to your wits in. Well, n- uh, uh-uh. uh, wait oh, a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, we shift this to a prophesied a
0: clubhouse if you want well, to. Let you me. know how I feel
1: about the prophesied <laughs> clubhouse.
0: Let me say something. Well, I'm going to say something to you. I could see how you could say that because this the true. emotional strain of infertility had me whacked out, and I'm talking about me. I really? know I was on a whole nother level. Yeah. And let me. And I thought about this the other day. Before we got a positive pregnancy test, it was seven years before we even got a positive pregnancy test. Because yeah, we got our first positive pregnancy in test 2000, in 2012. 2012. yeah. So seven years. And in that seven years, I wasn't getting pregnant. Almost eight. Yeah. Ate. I wasn't getting pregnant. I we both knew you had a male factor. I had, you know, all of my stuff going on mm-hmm. and just nothing was going on. We did get pregnant in 2012 without medical intervention. And that's why when I read Stop Waiting for a Miracle, we... Weren't in the phase of doing like IUI, IVF, and that's when I was talking about staircasing. We were doing like yeah. medication, homeopathic stuff. Yeah. Um, I was focusing on losing weight. Yeah. You went to the neurologist. You got Arimidex. Yeah. yeah, and we started turning some things around, and God. it was like that slow. Bless Arimidex.
1: Yeah. Don't talk to me about these vaccines when Arimidex turns
0: things around too. Well, yeah. Now, what are you talking about? See, you keep coming for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm not 100% on the COVID vaccine. Okay, you ain't 1%. I'm not, but I'm, and like we're talking about tonight is doing our research and I'm trying to figure this out.
1: You're going to trust the science or you ain't. (sighs) Anyway. It's the same Kizmiki is out there that worked on that Arimadex. Right. Okay, so going back. Okay i'm hijacking this one yeah
0: you are and i'm and, trying to redirect you. hey don't redirect
1: me yeah i'm that bad choir member Mm-mm. i'm gonna go sing my part I'm, don't make me cut your mic off <laughs> <laughs> who am i trump at a debate so going back to what i was saying mm. when it's saying don't just wait for a miracle like you know that that's the household i grew up in oh faith. when i made that phone Crazy call to faith. my daddy yeah at Bank of America mm-hmm. when my daddy was like uh, I don't
0: receive that mm-hmm. you gotta realize where he was coming from with that I and, don't receive it well first of it, all for those new listeners when you week the doctor called and said all these it ain't gonna happen yeah. y'all got 0% chance season 1 episode 1 or yeah. 2 so mm-hmm.
1: when I when, when, when I called my dad and told him yeah they basically said we are not gonna be able to conceive and he was like I don't receive that
0: mm-hmm. something when stood he, up in you
1: yeah, but 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 I'm going back to this point of don't wait for a miracle. He didn't say that from a perspective of, I don't receive that. We're going to walk with you through this infertility journey. It was journey. just like, God's going to make it happen. Right. It wasn't, <laughs> it's done. It wasn't, whatever y'all need, let us know. Right. You know, I know that they would have been there. And whenever right. we gave them an update, they were and there. they were. But it yeah. wasn't, go seek out all the help you can get. Right. It was, you going to wake up one morning to practice.
0: Right. It's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so there are people that have that, what I like to call, blind faith.
0: And hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. And we are advocates for that because, and I would say we are advocates for that, but we do believe faith and works. That's right. But with that being said, your works could be, like we said at the beginning of this season, every time you show up to have sex with your partner, you're believing in faith that it's going to happen.
1: And here's what I'm going to say, too. Don't say faith without works is dead on everything else. Right. And then you want to just do nothing but faith on this. Mm -hmm. Like if you are a person that says, oh, faith without works is dead, but I'm about to get out here and hustle or I'm about to get out here and make this happen. Mm -hmm. But then when or I'm about to get out here and and, and make these changes in my life or make these career goals or or, Mm -hmm. you know, do whatever it takes for for my family on this. But then when it comes time to this particular thing, you're just going to chill back and wait. Like, everything takes a little bit of effort. Oh, yeah. It does take effort. And God responds to
0: effort. Like all through the word, he responds to effort. And he gives and he equips people with talents, abilities to work in our areas of um, weakness. That's right. And I hate to say it in the light of this being a weakness in you, but I'm saying that this is something that we need help with. And let me tell we you, help.
1: there are some people who, and that, that's the term now, blind uh, faith. Okay. People that believe that they are waiting on the miracle, but they don't want to go to a specialist. Okay. There are people that are conceiving with that blind faith yeah. that have waited as long as we have. So mm-hmm. please don't feel like I am right. them or right, right, I right. have a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, if I have the ability to show up to a
0: fight with multiple types of ammunition,
1: uh-huh. Then, why am I only going to show up with a
0: knife? But, like we've always said before, with treatment or without treatment, it all takes faith. That's right. That's you right. know, even if you are unaware of a problem of an issue, mm-hmm. con- planning to have a family, biological children, you're acting in faith every time. I didn't know if
1: Arimidex was placebo. Yeah. <laughs> I was. T- <laughs> I was still like, Lord, straighten up
0: their swimming lines. Right. Or well, let the cricket, um sperm be straight okay. and let the blind sperm see okay. because it was Lord, like, you need to find that was missing, the it was missing. Lord, one of them swimming of Michael Phelps. Right. Straight up their swimming mm-hmm. line. And hit bullseye, okay. right? Yeah, but it all takes faith. And even going back to what I was saying earlier, fertility treatment is vast. You know, there's no um, cookie cutter um, treatment. There's all kinds of medications. There's all kinds of procedures. There's all kinds of, you know, Things that go on with that and what may work for one person or a couple may not work for the other. And a lot of times I feel that we don't seek treatment is because one, there's a lot of myths out there yeah. and we have to do our research, seek medical professionals in whom we trust and get a medical workup Yeah, because I think that can at least take out the gray area. So yeah. even if, you know, there's nothing wrong and it sucks, you know, when that would be more frustrating to me if the doctor would have told us we had unexplained infertility versus yeah. something to explain. Cause it's yeah. like, well, what the heck? Yeah. It just leaves you even more question marks. Like yeah. what is going on? Yeah. And then for me. And that me, takes us back to Kashuna yeah who
1: was like okay what is going on yeah. like there was no explanation for the back-to-back miscarriage yeah. after miscarriage, after yeah. miscarriage. Mm-hmm. and so yeah she she spoke very clearly mm-hmm. about how frustrated that that process could be because even when we had our first miscarriage yeah like we didn't know what it was always going leaves these on. question
0: marks that's right and then the doctor's like well there was no genetic thing it was just you know a natural right. loss and it was like okay but it wasn't okay in the sense of like oh i'm fine with it but it was just like, well, what's going on? What's the next steps from here? Mm -hmm. And then people have their fear, fear of what other people will say, like family, friends, religious affiliations, you know, our spiritual beliefs and what people of the church would say. And, you know, how I feel about all that. The black church. The black church, but the white church. I mean, anybody. Yeah, that's because true. Because you have people of that's all true. kinds of... I don't care if you're Jewish, if you're Baptist Hindu, if you... Take <laughs> you out. <laughs> well, that preacher the other day to keep your wife mouth shut. Okay. So... Oh what was his name? I don't know, but oh, that no, ministered try, to
1: me. I tried to follow him on IG, and he didn't have a page, because he earned a follow from that.
0: Right. But, I mean, I think any affiliation that you are, spiritual beliefs, that... People have negative connotations towards yeah. infertility treatment yeah. and feel that it should be a spiritual, God sent, yeah. you know, something that happens in your body. But even if you look through the Bible, God has always, he's worked miracles, mm-hmm. but he's also commanded people, Jesus in particular, commanded people to do things to mm-hmm. get that miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even Naaman, when he had um, the eczema or psoriasis on mm-hmm. his skin, he had to go dip seven times. Mm-hmm. But the prophet could have spoke the word, but mm-hmm. he had to put faith to it. Blind the man blind had man go wash. Blind man had to go walk. The lepers had to go at least tell the priest. priest. So there's all kinds of things that we have to do, and lame man
1: had to take up his bed. Take
0: up his bed and walk. So that there's things that we do in a process that where works and faith meet, Mm -hmm. and that's the goal that hopefully the Lord will see that and bless us in that way. And just because had to come through a roof. Well, come on, you got another one. Mm, Okay, you think a while. Okay, stop. But even with that because somebody may be saying well i have faith and it's not working or we decide have to, to stop into the deep okay right yes okay can i finish <laughs> my box you're killing me here uh but i hear you sir but what i'm saying is is that and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes about various reasons why people decide to stop mm-hmm. and it, like we've always said it takes faith to even stop oh yeah. because well, then you're yeah. left with those question marks will that's i be I'm struggling in faith well yeah the stop right and that's the point that we're at now are we going to continue to pursue or are we coming to a conclusion um <sighs> yeah right but that takes faith to say and this is my thought on it that if i stop will i be okay because that is an emotional and decision. And what do you mean by that? Will you have will, peace? Will I have peace? Mm-hmm. Will I feel that I made the right decision for my life because again. And will you be fulfilled? Will I be fulfilled? Um when you are planning a family, this is a life decision. Yeah. That changes you. I don't think that you can go through infertility and not be changed. Mm-hmm. It changes something about you, makes you see the world different. At least I know for myself that I think about pregnancy differently. I When I look at women's baby bumps, and I talked about this in the bump episode, I don't always get jealous as I used to and how I had to yeah. work through that because I would get envious and jealous and just mad sometimes like, they're pregnant and why I'm not. She could have just had her 15th round of IVF. Yeah. I don't know. She could have yeah. had a miscarriage or had a stillborn or... Yeah. Whatever the case, I don't know that, that story of her yeah. bump. So that helped me to see it differently yeah. as that worked out in me. So I do have certain views of the world different. I know the fragility of life that you yeah. could have it one day and it literally yeah. be gone the next. Yeah. Um, so, There's so
1: much wrapped up in that. Yeah. Everybody has a story. Yeah. Everybody has a story. And, and, and to be quite frank, I haven't even, even if someone, you know, was able to conceive mm-hmm. honeymoon night, There has always been a story wrapped up in conception. Oh, yeah. When you talk to that couple, there is a story behind it, whether it be grand Mm -hmm. and nine years of infertility like ours or whether it be, you know, this is something that we were thinking about and it just happened to happen. And these are the things that lined up in a certain way. There's always a story Behind yeah. Conception.
0: yeah, there is there is. And so, you know, looking at all those things. So it takes faith on all aspects of this journey. I'm telling you. And then I think that people get embarrassed or shamed for I reasons why they don't seek treatment and men, too, because we always put the light on the woman. But sometimes, oh, more for a man. Yeah, a man is like, oh, you impotent, or you you can't sow your royal oats, and you know all those things. And so it's that embarrassment, that shame associated with it.
1: Especially if it's a process, like the first time you go and you go. (laughs) What do you mean by go? (laughs) Okay, when you go to that doctor, Mm -hmm. you go in that room Uh as a man, uh huh, and you go. Uh For To be analyzed. Uh Uh-huh. And And give of yourself. Yeah. When you finish that, like, you ain't trying to do that no more. So if this whole process of fertility requires you to have a consistent
0: testing done, Mm
1: -hmm. like, ain't nobody trying to deal with that.
0: But I want to say, and, you know, and we didn't know this earlier, and maybe they had it, but, again, a lot of our being naive and not researching stuff as in the beginning of it, now you can go home and do the semen analysis. Now they have the condoms that you can use instead of, you know, being in the doctor's office. So it's trying to be a little bit more comfortable. But I see what you're saying. I'm not a man. It Listen. So I don't know. But you you speak and, on it. And some other men may feel
1: some other kind of way. It's all weird. It's all a, a weird vibe to it all. It's right. Because my
0: first thing I'm thinking, like, weird. who's been on
1: this seat before me? It Trust me. I'm not trying to go graphic or too detailed right. But it's just an uncomfortable feeling Like Nobody prepares you for that You're prepared yeah. for the first day of school You're prepared to tie your shoes Are You're you? prepared to go uh, junior high for the first day And have to change classes You're prepared to try out for that basketball team And have your heart broken Nobody sits you down And mentally prepares you
0: for that Yeah, and then they tell you And this is what you told me, I don't know They were like, well your wife can come in with you And one time, remember I did come in Okay. And then it got even okay, more awkward. Okay, this is a family oh, podcast. Oh, no, no. You put me on blast. So I'm going here with this. It's a you. family podcast. Oh, now it's a family podcast. It's a family podcast. Okay, we But we born. all grown here. Okay. We grown here.
1: Okay, exactly. So it is a strange experience. And let me tell you. Uh-huh. And this is to somebody who's listening. I did all that I could do uh-huh. in this journey for my love for you. I know you did. And I appreciate that. Because I'm going to be frank with you. If all of this was quote unquote just for a child, I don't know if I could have kept going. Right. I loved I you enough to keep going. And and now that we haven't, like there's no way I'm turning back. Right. But I'm going to talk to a man mm-hmm. who is maybe dealing with, you know, should I, shouldn't I, where do I, how do I, when do I, what do I. hmm um, if you're rationalizing it all from the perspective of me personally, I, 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 I would love a child, but you know, it is what it is. You got to take off that hat mm. and you got to put on a hat of empathy for that yes. woman you married Say
0: that. Say because
1: that. a woman feels like, and this is for you. You felt like your life's work was connected to what you could produce and it was something in you. That wanted you to produce it for me. And I think that that's how God really did this thing. You wanted to give me a child. I wanted to give you a child. And it was our love for one another Mm -hmm. that continued to walk us step by step in this process.
0: Yeah, because I agree. If I was just doing it because like, let me go on and get his child, get his man a child. Mm -hmm. But it was really a deep love, a yearning to continue to build family Mm -hmm. and have a connection of that sort so it wasn't just like well i just want to have a baby but it was looking even long term And
1: one night you told me with tears in your eyes you was like i want a little you
0: and it dawned on me me me.
1: and i was like you do and you were like yes like if something ever happened To you, like, I want something that will forever attach me to you. Right. And I was just like, oh, wow. Well, that's huge.
0: Yeah. And I agree. And going back to our statement about you talking about you don't think we would be together um, if we didn't have Hattie. It was that whole emotional that's psychosis right. Right. that I was going through that's right. and we love each other. But for some people not having a child could be a deal breaker. Yeah. And that's yeah. a whole yeah. bigger issue. Yeah. Go back and listen to your foundation episode. Yeah. But you know, I felt that our foundation was solid, yeah. but it was just this one piece of the puzzle yeah, was, that was it missing. It was the one piece. And, it was the
1: elephant in the room. Right. We would be out chilling, going to the movies, mm-hmm. You know, on our way home and you would say something off the cuff like we should be headed to a babysitter to pick up our child. And yeah. I'd be like,
0: What? Right. You'd be like, we Where did that, that come good, from? Yeah. And man, I'm, I'm just, just you know, throwing just, the whole night off. We just leave a macaroni. But that's world. real though. That's real though. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a true feeling that I felt which caused me to be in such this work. But that's to God go, go on there. That's
1: God. When God has something for you, he will give you a desire for it that is unexplainable. Mm-hmm. And until God satisfies that, mm-hmm. he will consistently give you that, that hunger. Desire. That's business. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a education. job. That's education. That's a church, a uh, family. Yeah, that's relationship. You will always sit. At a point to where something is missing.
0: And let me tell you this, because again, um, even if we didn't have a biological child, we were in talks and even talking now and deciding what we want to do of creating our family in another way yeah, of adoption or, you know, you know, I'm on leaning towards surrogacy, I knew that was but yeah, I know you're leaning, that, but you know, we're looking at some options. So, even if you have that yearning and it can't come through you physically, yeah. you can still build your family in yeah. other ways. Yeah. And that's something that you and your partner have to come to consensus about in that um, but let me get back to this But I hear what you're saying I love that you say that And I thank you For noticing that I appreciate that But sometimes people May be pessimistic And this is just my view About treatment Because it may have Failed them before yeah. Or they may have heard through the grapevine Because you know So and so and so and so Did that and you know That don't work anyway Kind of thing yeah. And so they have These yeah, pessimistic sure. views About but see everybody's <clears throat> Is different And that's what I'm saying yeah. And that's what we're Talking about it Because we can't just Cut off treatment And yeah. it's your choice If you choose to But I'm just saying Some Possible reasons why people may do that, Um, or that whole going back to it's not natural. Yeah, and we get caught up into that, and it's really defining okay what we consider natural. And some people like, come on, that's pretty for Shalmika. You should know that of thinking of you know you having sex with your partner and it happens, Mm -hmm. but again. Just like this is an infertility is a medical condition. Mm-hmm. And so God has equipped medical providers to assist with a natural process. Because even in between treatment, they tell you to have sex anyway. Just like your grandma's sugar diabetes. Yes. And we can't stress that
1: enough. Just like high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It is a medical
0: condition right and so there may be pills there may be procedures and other treatments and stuff that you may have to do and even supplementing if you are using donor egg or donor sperm you know there are options out there if you can't carry it there is surrogacy if you want to adopt if you want to foster if you want to be you know the best auntie um, godparent or whatever you know do that but there's options out there we're talking about treatment so that whole natural process and then even if you have a partner who doesn't want to do treatment Mm -hmm. and they're really adamant and you hear their why and they're Mm -hmm. just like like Pharaoh, they don't want to let their people go Mm -hmm. you do like what god told um, moses to do keep going to pharaoh and pray Mm -hmm. and ask god to soften their hearts and, you know, and be receptive to at least talk about it. At least go do some research with yeah, you. Always um, be in
1: prayer because prayer will even let you know if this is something you need to back away from. Yeah. Because it's not always the fact that you've got to necessarily convince a spouse to yeah. be able to do it. Sometimes it's God preparing you to be okay with mm-hmm. or have peace and fulfillment behind. Okay. Well, that's just not the path that we're going to take. And for somebody you may have it in your gut that God is gonna do it without intervention. And shoot, I am not the one to tell you to right. shift your faith. Exactly. But what I will tell you is that you need to be together. You need to be yes. with, with one, one accord. accord. In the words of Mother Ravel Hayes. Yes. With, with. And that was my next point
0: accord. is that you have to be together on this. Yes. Um, and it's, it's that tension, like I mentioned earlier, is going to be stressful if one person wants to pursue and the other one doesn't. Yes. And and I would even, if you can, seek medical, um, not med- not only medical, but professional counseling. And even maybe individual counseling, because maybe that person isn't even open to going to therapy. Because, you know, some couples can't do couples therapy because yeah, of see, their biases towards and see, that. And yeah, it's
1: going to have to kind of depend, because... You're not going to be treating my loins and my mind Like that double treatment plan like for Desmond Sweet like mm-hmm. that'd be a lot if you got me Going to a couples therapy and I'm going to a Remadex therapy yeah. Like that's a lot of therapy
0: Well that's a good point for you to make because I think That for women and I'm just speaking on a course up on our relationship but thinking maybe for women at large possibly or maybe a sample of the population women make
1: a whole a lot more than we men. can
0: that's what i'm getting ready to say and it takes me longer to get to points but you took the words out of my mouth like
1: if like, we can we equate can endure this to a more. plate y'all got a platter and we got a saucer yeah
0: we can endure more in that y'all we have to give you anecdotal you know now don't get me wrong
1: our little saucer Uh, is strong like it can be dropped
0: and kicked around and it ain't gonna break but that's what i was saying about you you're right don't overload that saucer you're right if i would have told you not only are we going to the fertility doctor but we're going to see this therapist you would have told me you wear me
1: out and we're around here trying to pay for all this
0: right and that's the first thing you would talk dollars and cents and you i know that i would have to give you those doses and that's kind of how it organically happens. Right, choose a uh, <laughs> We dealing with the head or the head.
1: Which, which head we? Well, dealing I'm trying with to deal with, with both. Yeah, okay, no, no, I
0: can't touch both. Heads. Yeah, but but that's another thing about knowing your spouse. And we got married young, and there was a lot of things that I said and did early in our marriage because I was in my early twenties that I was sure. immature. And, um, I didn't know how to handle you or myself through things. And now that we're older and wiser
1: mm-hmm. and we've
0: been with each other almost 20 years, now I can say, I know how to approach Desmond that mm-hmm. can be more palatable for him and yet kind of get what I want too. you know? So the reality There's is so much
1: on that salsa, you can fill it up yeah. with macaroni and cheese <laughs> or you can try to get a little bit of this. and that. Yeah.
0: So the reality is, is knowing your spouse. And that's why I even encourage that if, You are able to get um, treatment individually. And I would say, I don't believe in doing things behind your spouse's back. I believe being open and honest and having good communication and say, okay, I understand that's something that you don't want to do right now. Um, But for me, you know, I'm going to go see this therapist because I need this for my health and wellness. Yeah. To deal with everything going on. So we can't do couples counseling right now, but I'm gonna go do individual counseling. Or if it's something specific to the woman, but you kinda you need the man in order yeah. to make it Hope happen. Knows, definitely. But if it's something that's directly related to your health, like for instance, for me, I have PCOS. So there's things that I have to do regardless of you to make sure that I'm healthy. And that couples therapy may be a precursor mm-hmm. to get you prepared. Yeah. For the
1: infertility
0: specialist right and they do have um therapists and support groups that specialize in infertility Mm. so that could be um a part of that but as always and like we talked about last week decisions 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 praying asking god to be incorporated because maybe you are a spouse that's listening to this podcast and you are a believer but maybe your spouse isn't because there are couples that who their spouse doesn't you know affiliate with a religious belief they're not you know believers in christ or whatever the case may be you know, I encourage you to pray and ask God to direct you on how to entreat your spouse and give you the discernment and the wisdom and the knowledge to go about um, the situation because stuff like that happens, you know, as well. I'm thankful. And know
1: that we love and support you. Yeah. Know that we are praying with you, nameless, faceless. We don't know who you are. But but we we, pray for this particular issue. We We are praying for you. You've got someone who is praying for you, and if you want us to call you out by name, hit us up on our social media platform, yeah. and we'll call you out by name specifically because it is certainly a God thing. Mm-hmm. No matter whether you choose to take a route like we did, which is to seek out infertility help and mm-hmm. basically do whatever they're telling you to do, or you choose to take the uh, the Bishop Sweet route, and you just—it's <laughs> gonna
0: happen. It's gonna Don't happen. worry about it. <laughs> Go lay with her, and again. Go lay with her. Take this blessed oil with you. Hey, and and we believe that it can happen that way. It can happen that way. It does happen that way. It does happen that way. Yes, but what I'm saying too with that is that if it's been longer than six months to a year, just go get a workup and just see if everything is okay. If in and I'm going to talk about that in a minute because there was another article that came up. And I'm gonna reading? say, and I'm gonna say, like, well, I read all day every day. Read, um, but no, <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> Chapter three, You're reading right. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, I found this other article saying why you may decide not to pursue fertility treatment. Why people stop fertility treatments and arguments against IVF. Okay. so um, again, you know, choosing or not choosing is your choice. And hopefully that's a collaborative effort and -hmm. you don't have those prior, you know, things that we had just talked about. Um, And they said something in this article that was particular. Some people may not choose to tell family, um, particularly like their mothers, that they're stopping because then you have that. Well, how am I supposed to have grandbabies and you don't want to disappoint your F- your you mom, you
1: shut your black mouth.
0: <laughs> you shut your black you, you mouth. Shut that black mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you're silly.
1: Yeah. This is my womb, and I did not have to explain the home. Right. It's my womb, my seed,
0: and it is what it is. Okay.
1: Masi, you take heat,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right. But you know how the moms can be <laughs> black mouth. Um, but yeah, the thing is, is that that could be a fact. And that's going back to those family and friends. And the choice, again, to stop, whether it be to start treatment <laughs> or to continue treatment, is a difficult choice. And... That choice, again, takes faith yeah. and it takes, you know, trying to find that peace, that resolve yeah. in your life with that choice. But for some of the moms, you just going to have tell them. Like, yeah, we're done
1: because it's a wrap. They're going to keep on asking. and
0: Yeah. When well, you going to give me another one. Right. They need a playmate. You right. know, all those types of things. Yeah. But the cost and we talked about that. And if you're concerned about the cost of treatments, first of all, you need to research it. Yeah. And first of all, to determine costs again, because infertility treatment is vast, Mm -hmm. you may not need the more sophisticated treatment. When I say sophisticated treatment, I'm looking at like um, IVF, IUI, um, surrogacy, um, looking at donor eggs, donor sperm. The Cadillac. Yeah, like All that And we talked about And all about the Benjamins So go back and check that episode But first go get a workup To see what's going on And to staircase it Like we did Maybe start here Yeah Start at level one And then work your way up That's right and you may be successful at level two. That's you right. never know. Or level one. And that's you know, what and you a just a know.
1: doctor will do for you. Exactly. Naturally. Because yes. there's some
0: doctors out there mm-hmm. that's just going to try to give you the whole shebang. Yeah. And, and that's why you need a to know that doctor is, one, going to do right by you and what you need. If you walk in, in there and they got a,
1: a brochure with packages on it, like a spa. You mm-hmm. might want to look for another doctor.
0: Oh, yeah. And so research that and look at that. And there are loans and grants out there available for the various types of treatments yeah. and other ways that you want to build your family. So don't. And like I always tell my students when they're trying to pay for college, don't limit yourself to go to a particular school because you feel like you can't afford it. Right. Apply for scholarships. There's all kinds of scholarships out there that are not predicated on GPA. Right. doesn't so, mean going
1: to debt behind Right. It.
0: Don't go into debt. And we talked about that because, again, but you have to keep in mind, and this was my, I was in that whole whatever it takes mode. Mm-hmm. So I was willing to spend, spend, spend because we have to do that. Even when we were purchasing our first house, we were going through IUI treatment and trying to get the down payment and all that situated. Yeah. And we were spent yeah. On money because we're here trying to buy this house and do this fertility treatment. Yeah. I mean, we were, it was tight, tight. My
1: salsa had this gravy running everywhere.
0: Yeah. So anyway, the reality is, is that get your work up, see what it costs first, and then make those assessments. But a lot of times people who are already in the thick of infertility treatment stop because then they're like, well, I know I need a particular thing and I can't afford it or I can't afford it, but do I want to afford it? Yeah, and then really looking at is this what we really want to spend our money on, and having those conversations. And I think part of that too is a little starting to have burnout. Yeah, because oh, yeah. then you're you're spent. Oh yeah, because you're spent emotionally, financially, physically. Um, you're just at your wits end. So when you start really looking at money, I think in that aspect is because you really spent financially
1: for a woman, for a man, we coming in. Well, me, well, I came into it looking at that.
0: Yeah. Cause I was like, what money we will get it. It'll be all right. Come on, let's figure this out. But at the end, yeah, I was starting to like, "Whew, yeah, this is a lot. But then trying to conceive on your own. And we talked about that. And again, this is this article that I'm referencing about why people may choose to stop. And then it's a good idea to talk to your doctor. And then we're talking about incorporating, having those conversations with your doctor. Yeah. And then seeing, you know, what is that best stopping point or trying on your own and how you can do that to help you um, with your success of conceiving. Because, again, depending upon your situation, it could be a pill or change of lifestyle. Yeah. Um, And I won't even say stress because people get pregnant in war-torn countries all the time. So stress isn't really an issue. And a lot of research is coming out to say the stress isn't really an indicator of infertility. Really? Because, yeah, people get stressed and pregnant at the same time. So... Okay, then, then part of that is looking at the inflammation in your body, the stress causes and this and that or whatever. I get that. And, of course, it could delay cycle. But the act of conceiving relieves stress. Come on now. It really does. Praise the <laughs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. It does. You get a whoo. I feel better now. I can go on. But when The life get cut off. What you say? Then the lights get cut off?
1: Oh, what you talking about? The lights get and cut the off. Stress increased again.
0: Well, we haven't had that testimony, praise God. Oh, but, hallelujah. um, but yeah, it can be a stress reliever. But having that conversation with your doctor if you're trying to um, conceive on your own and what that looks like, and of course, the doctor may tell you, "Hey, y'all need to go next level." But look it up. OK, so then the emotional stress, people are like emotionally I'm done. And we talked about that. I can't go forward, seek help and look at, you know, um, your insurance and what they cover for therapy. If you need that support groups, there's a lot of great support groups that I um, um, put on our IG and stuff like that. So seek out support groups and things of that nature. Um, other treatment preferences, you know, and we talked about that surrogacy, egg donors, IUI or some examples, et cetera. And you don't have to have a good reason not to pursue these treatments. Sometimes um, something just doesn't feel right for mm. you and your partner. So just because these options are available, it may not be the best fit for you. And you're like, okay, we're not pursuing with that. Cause that's not a good fit for us. Right. And that's, we even talked about that and that's okay. And that's okay. And then religious and ethical objections. Yeah, and we'll we've talked about ad nauseum. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. And then pursuing adoption, you may decide that if you cannot conceive on your own, you decide to go straight to adoption or forego treatments. And that's okay as well as looking at those alternative routes of pursuing. And some people just choose to be child free by yeah. choice or not by choice. Yeah. And coming to that takes resolve. And we've talked about that. And I know some people who have, you know, prayed about that and they've come to the conclusion, like, we're just not going to have kids Mm -hmm. and they feel a peace about it and they're okay about it. And Hey, and when them people come up asking, when y'all going to have uh, uh, nothing, Uh none of your business, we're good. We're We're Mm -hmm. fine. We doing our best, living our best. And some people feel like you can't be fulfilled or you can't have a good life without children. And that can be a a myth. That's a total myth. And that's your assumption. You're putting that bias on somebody else who totally does not feel that way. That's it. You know, and then the emotional um, toll and the supports again, get treatment for it. So all of that, why to proceed to treat or not to treat at the end, consult each other, consult the Lord. Mm-hmm. For guidance and that, mm-hmm. and just because something is good for somebody else, it may not be good for you. And even communicate to people because people, you know, they're quick to say, "You should just adopt. You should just do this. You should just do that." No, 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 no. This is my choice. This is our choice. Right. Is your husband going to be okay with you? We're okay. We're good. Is your wife okay? But you not having. We're good. If somebody asking you all these questions, you need a different friend zone. Yeah, because then it does get a little intrusive and in they're not of understanding. Friend zone. Okay.
1: If you want to go for a ride in the benzo.
0: (laughs) Okay. So the reality is, is that there's a lot of reasons why people don't pursue. But whatever reasons why you're not doing treatment, again, consult the Lord. Talk to your partner, and hopefully you come up with a consensus of that. But for anything, you know, um, don't let fear, shame, guilt, all those things um, stop you. And it could be working through those issues to help you to then get to treatment if that's something that you want to do. So we have done treatment here, but that may not be for you and/or your spouse, and that's okay.
1: And again, like we said, you want to address this in prayer. Mm-hmm. Consult God about it. He will give you peace about whatever mm-hmm. decision that you make. Talk to your spouse about it, and you both should have peace. Like shouldn't yeah. be one person sleeping at night. And snoring and sucking their thumb, and And just uh, walk around looking at you like, and the other person is crying and walking the halls. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair, y'all. Don't do that. Both should have peace on what this decision is Mm -hmm. in order to be able to move forward. Mm -hmm. But real people who love each other, yeah, you're looking for that unified peace anyway. And no, again. That we're praying with him for you. We're believing God to do the impossible as he has done the impossible for us.
0: Yeah. So as always, you know, thank y'all for bearing with Desmond's shenanigans earlier in the podcast. But anyway, I love him. I love you, babe, dearly. Mm -hmm. But as always, love on each other, pray for each other, and believe God for everything that is beyond your conception.